Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for January 25th, 2019. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. I just posted a new video. Uh, It is from this week's episode of NXT. It is Io Shirai and Kairi Sane versus Amber Nova and Tanea Brooks. Now, uh, Yo and Kyrie were supposed to be on last month's um, NXT tapings, but Kyrie was sick. Now, first of all, about Amber and Tanea, they both worked for Impact Wrestling a couple of years ago. Tanea was known as Rebel. Now, not surprisingly, there's not much to the match. It's pretty much a jobber match. And Yo and Kyrie, you know, in the two minutes of the match, they get in all their stuff, including some excellent double team moves. And, uh, you know, we always say that pro wrestling isn't ballet, but Yo and Kyrie make it resemble ballet sometimes. You know, they're very strong performers, and I mean, they've worked together many times. Um, and, you know, Yo trained Kyrie too. Now, afterwards, they cut a promo about being best friends, and Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir in- interrupted, and that match will be taped at Saturday's NXT TakeOver show. And it will appear on next week's episode of NXT. Of course, with the WWE creating women's tag team championships, Yo and Kyrie could be champs someday. They are probably the best women's tag team in all the WWE. And of course, this weekend we have, um, of course, this weekend we have the um, uh, Royal Rumble on Sunday, and on Saturday the NXT Takeover Show. This is uh, all in Phoenix. Uh, uh, on the uh, Saturday show at the NXT TakeOver, uh, we have a title match uh, with um, uh, Shayna Baszler defending against Bianca Belair. And as I've said in the past with Shayna, it really depends on what they're looking to do with her. Uh, if they're looking to move her up to the main roster, then she's going to drop the belt. I mean, if not, I don't know. All right? And... Um, Bianca is a fantastic wrestler. This is actually her first NXT TakeOver show, so I'm not sure what they're going to do, but we don't know yet what they're, when they're going to move Shayna up. Uh, my guess is it might not happen for a couple of months. I'll get to that in a minute. So Sunday is the Royal Rumble show, and um, uh, there's quite a bit of stuff on there, so I, I want to get into that just quickly. Uh, of course, there is the, uh, the uh, Women's Royal Rumble match, as we had the first one last year, which was won by Asuka. Of course, she's not going to be on it this year. Uh, but uh, what I, I expect to happen, you know, I mean, you never know about these things. There's 30 in there, and who the hell knows who's going to win? But <laughs> if, it, if the winner doesn't end up being Becky Lynch... I mean, there's going to be some shenanigans going on, and I'll get to that in a moment. But if the winner doesn't up, end up being Becky Lynch, I will be shocked, okay? Um, because what this is going to lead to is Becky versus Ronda Rousey main event at WrestleMania. That's what it's going to lead to, okay? Don't ask me what's going to happen after that, because I don't know. But I, I would be surprised if it's not Becky. And that brings me to the uh, SmackDown uh, Women's Championship match with Asuka defending against Becky Lynch. I, I expect Asuka to retain the title. Uh, I think there's more money in Becky losing and then winning the Royal Rumble. Uh, what, what we might see happen is Carmella is supposed to be 30th, right? So 
the scenario that I've kind of thought about is that what Becky will do is ambush Carmela backstage and she takes her place. <laughs> Carmela's not going to win, okay? There's no way. So, uh, you know, they want to promote Becky as a heel. Now, fans are continuing to cheer for her despite the fact that she's acting kind of dumb sometimes, okay? But, you know, they seem to identify with her and that's fine, but I don't see uh, her winning on Sunday. I see Asuka retaining and take, uh, holding on to the title to Met WrestleMania and possibly getting uh, revenge on Charlotte Flair. We'll have to wait and see about that. The other uh, championship match is Ronda Rousey defending the Raw Women's Championship against Sasha Banks. And I mean, Sasha should have turned heel two years ago. But, you know, they don't know if she's a heel or a baby or what the hell she is. You know, Ronda, uh, I don't know. She's a little uh, upset in her promos with Sasha, but I expect uh, uh, Ronda to retain the title. I don't think she's going to drop it here. Um, the, as you may have heard, Dave Meltzer reported yesterday that uh, what he reported was that Ronda could be leaving the WWE after WrestleMania. Now, he totally botched that, all right? I don't know about you, but I've known for about a year that it was quite likely that Ronda was looking to take time off to start a family. And that's probably what she's going to do. She's under contract to the WWE for a couple more years, so she's not going anywhere. All right? So the way he said it, it's like she's leaving. Well, she's not leaving. What we might see her do is take time off to start a family and then return. And what what we'll likely see is a reduced schedule. Now, there was a time several years ago that the WWE would never accommodate a reduced schedule, okay? You remember when, you know, Brock Lesnar tried to get back into the WWE back around 2005, okay? They wouldn't accommodate him, okay? He just didn't want to travel all the time. With Ronda, it's a little bit different. She doesn't live in Florida, you know, the travel, I'm sure, is getting to her because there's much more travel with the WWE than there ever was with MMA, right? And she lives in, you know, Montana or someplace with uh, her husband, Travis Brown. And, and she talked last year about starting a family. So uh, I don't think she's leaving the WWE, but, uh, you know, others will have to pick up the slack if she's gone for quite a while. I, I expect there are those who can do that. I mean, we have... Uh, what we might see is Ronda losing to Becky at WrestleMania, okay? And then it gets interesting after that. Okay, so that's what I expect on uh, this weekend's, the, this weekend's uh, Royal Rumble show and the NXT TakeOver shows. Now, got a couple of MMA things. The first is that uh, Invicta FC announced the full card for uh, Invicta FC 34, a couple of days ago. Uh, the show will air on UFC Fight Pass February 15th at 8 p.m. Uh, it's in Kansas City. <laughs> Dump. Anyway, the main event is for the vacant Invicta Flyweight Championship, and they are having a tournament to determine the next contender for that title. Now, the only problem is it spotlights how crappy a lot of the flyweights are. And, and the other problem is Invicta has a bad habit of booking their favorite fighters instead of good fighters. So we end up with suspects instead of prospects. And 
The title match is Pearl Gonzalez versus Vanessa Porto. Of course, Pearl was 0-2 in the UFC as a strawweight, and since then, she is 3-0 in Invicta as a flyweight. Now, she would not be the first ex-UFC fighter to be propped up by Invicta against tomato cans, and I don't think anybody is fooled by this, okay? I don't understand why they, they do that. I think they should stop it. Now, Vanessa, to be fair, is not a tomato can. You know, she's an okay fighter. She's been around a long time, but she's not that good either, and she has come up short in title matches before. So, you know, she's not somebody that I would put in a title match at this point. So really, it's the same old, same old from Invicta, and I guess the hope here is uh, uh, Pearl wins, and then the UFC rehires her. Just like with Angela Hill, remember that? Okay, is Angela any better now than she was before she went before her first run in the UFC? No, she's the same fighter. She isn't very good. So it's the same thing with with uh, Pearl. It's just it's just a ruse. All right. Now, the first flyweight tournament match is Milana Dudieva versus Marina Rodriguez. Now, of course, Marina is another ex UFC fighter. And she's 1-2 and two since returning to Invicta. I don't know what makes them think that she should be even thought about for a possible title shot. Okay? She is awful, right? I've known about her since before she was in the UFC. She was awful back then, right? The other, uh, uh, Marina isn't much better. She's 33 years old from Mexico with a 2-1 and one Invicta record. Eh. And uh, the other tournament match is Deanna Bennett versus Miranda Maverick. Deanna is another awful fighter who is an Invicta favorite. Um, she's been in the U.S. She was in Tough 26 as well. She's just terrible. And Miranda looks a little better. She's 21 years old from Springfield, Missouri. She is 4-1. And she looked pretty good in her last fight. Now, they also have an alternate match in case one of the winners gets injured. It is Tracy Cortez versus Aaron Blanchfield. Tracy is 25 years old from Scottsdale, Arizona. She is 4-1 and 1-1 and and in the UFC, in Invicta, I should say. Erin is 19 years old. She won the Eddie Bravo Invitational last year. She's 3-0, but I just haven't been impressed with her. I really, she really hasn't looked that good as far as I'm concerned. Now, on to the rest of the card in a featherweight bout. Faith McMah will face Helena Kolesnik. Okay, they're both awful. They're both terrible fighters. Faith is from New Zealand. She used to be Faith Van Duin. Uh, she's one and two in Invicta. Uh, she, I think she was last in Invicta about a year or two ago. Um, Helena is so bad. I don't know why they keep bringing her back. Uh, you know, she's 0-2 in Invicta. She's looked awful. And, and I mean, I saw one of her fight, a couple of her fights before she came to Invicta. And I'm looking at her. She's from Russia, by the way. Her nickname is Pretty. I looked at, I watched her fights, and I'm going, what are, they, what are they doing with her? Why are they bringing her in? She's terrible. And even Julie Kedzie has commented about this on, her, on the broadcast, and she doesn't usually do that. So she's really bad. And, and I just don't understand. This is her third fight in Invicta. I really don't get why she's there. All right. Now, in a featherweight bout, Victoria Leonardo... <laughs> will face Jamie Milanowski. Now, Victoria lost her September Invicta debut to Miranda Maverick. Jamie is 
27 years old from Huntsville, Alabama. Her record is two and two. This is her Invicta debut. Her losses were to Nico Montano and Cherry Moraski, so that doesn't sound very good. In a featherweight bout, Courtney King will face Holly Salazar. Courtney is from Fort Collins, Colorado. She is one and one, and she lost her Invicta debut. Holly is 27 years old from Pueblo, Colorado. She is 1-0-1. Her Invicta debut was a draw. And I guess, I mean, I know they're trying to find decent featherweights, but they aren't having much luck. And the opener is at bantamweight. Caitlin Sammons will face Christina Ricker. Caitlin is 27 years old from Orlando, Florida. She has a 7-1 amateur record. This is her pro debut. Christina is 28 years old from Knoxville, Tennessee. Her record is 1-1. One one. This is her Invicta debut. Uh, they're just really too many... Uh, bad fighters on the top of this card, but I will be watching as usual. Okay, we also have one uh, UFC fight announcement. UFC Espanol tweeted on Wednesday that Sabina Mazo versus Marina Moroz has been added to UFC on ESPN2 March 30 at Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia. This fight is at flyweight. Sabina is new to the UFC, but she is the LFA flyweight champ. She is 21 years old from Columbia, but she trains at King's MMA in Huntington Beach, California. Her record is 6-0. I've known about her for a while. Uh, They signed her back in uh, December, I believe. Uh, So I'm not surprised to see her. Uh, You know, you never know. Uh, Marina is a step up in competition for her. She's 27 years old from the Ukraine. She trains with her boxer husband. Her record is 8-3. Uh, she's 3-3 three and three in the UFC, so she's been eh, not so good. All her fights have been at strawweight, so this is her flyweight debut. The last time we saw her, she lost to Angela Hill. Uh, she was supposed to make her flyweight debut in November, but she dropped out due to injury. You know, I, like I said, she's an inconsistent fighter. We don't know if fighting at flyweight is going to make any difference, whether she'll be any better. And I guess she's at a higher competition level uh, than, you know, who Sabina has fought in the LFA, but not too high, okay? Okay, that's it for today. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. And I, like I said, I just posted that uh, uh, video from uh, NXT up there. Uh, if you have any comments uh, or questions, you can leave them on the uh, uh, Anchor voice messaging. I'll be happy to answer them. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so at uh, uh, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, uh, iTunes, and Spotify. Uh, we'll, I'll be back on Monday with my review of the uh, weekend's uh, WWE shows, including uh, the Royal Rumble and uh, uh, the TakeOver show. Likely have uh, one video up. Uh, but uh, have a good weekend. Enjoy the WWE shows. We'll talk to you later.